Well, <laughs> welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center here for our show the, from the Transhuman series. As you might have possibly heard, we got a raucous audience, and yes, yes, uh huh. Can you? And I think you're gonna. This could be quite incredible because I suspect Adamus is going to want to interact with them, so this will put them to the real test. So here we are in the studio. Welcome to those of you that are watching on thecrimsoncircle.com, some of you listening on thecrimsoncircle.com, and those of you that are listening from Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, always. This is our live event. I'm so high off of that music and that jamming, I gotta just, oh, I need some deep breaths. We're getting ready, as Jeff Hoppy over here is getting ready, and you can see he's setting up as Adamus is, <laughs> <laughs> Adamus. Adamus is going to be here with us and Jeff allows those energies to flow through him in a conscious, connected way. <clears throat> I'll just interrupt for a moment. I always say, okay, when I'm getting ready, I don't want the camera on me, I don't want to talk, Linda's going to do all this, and all of a sudden I'm kind of going into La La Land, connecting with Adamus, and it's like, oh, pull back out. So go ahead. Go away. Go on. Go okay, away. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Isn't it kind of fun to watch him? Come on. Okay. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. That looks kind of scary. I don't think I'd do that much. <laughs> and Adamus is like, could we just get on with this? I think it's kind of fun, but that's okay. Ah, so I think that's a wonderful energy, and I think it's great that we can have that kind of excitement. <laughs> Clearly, he can't take medication, and you can see the effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dama says no medications, and that's what happens. Okay, we're gonna keep. We'll get there. We're gonna get there. I promise, Jeff, we're going to get there. I just, you're acting too funny. It's your fault. Maybe some music? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little breathing. We're going to do that grounding, that breathing into the presence. And eventually, we'll evolve into music that will help us really open this space for Adamus, for all of us. So right now, I invite each of us to just feel the sweetness of the energy in this room. You can feel it if you're watching. You can feel it if you're listening. Take that good deep breath and breathe deeply into you. It's that conscious breath, the breath that tells your body, you choose life. Breathe in deeply. Breathe. The I exist. I am here. Take the good deep breath. And as we breathe, not just the air flows, but the energy flows. Breathe and allow body, mind, and soul. Breathe, allowing your senses to open and expand. Breathe. 
giving yourself permission to absolutely fully open to this experience and feel into it. And as we move into this session, feel this music. You know, just hear it. You can feel it and allow it. Take the good deep breath and invite Adamus in close if you choose. Breathe and open. Good feeling, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Welcome. Ah, and there, there truly is a good feeling in the room here today, and 
even with everybody who's listening in online, I had a good feeling and a very appropriate song, beautiful song, to begin our session. I, I have a few confessions that I have to make today, but I'll get to those in the moment. I, I just want to take a moment with the good feeling. You notice there's a, there's a good feeling here. Maybe you came in from outside before, from your home or your job, wherever you happen to be, and there was just – well, you walk in the door and there's a good feeling. Hmm? Is it the people? Is it the fresh-made coffee? Is it all of the above? Is it the food? Is it the building itself? But there is there's a very good feeling. Is it the crew back here working so hard to make this a good production? I'm going to sit back here so they get on the air. It's <laughs> but you know, it, it probably happens to you more and more these days. There's just kind of a good feeling about something. I, I call it an energy scent, S-C-E-N-T. Uh, you might want to write that on the board. We're going to be doing a lot of writing on the board today. I'll explain why in just a moment. Um, I call it an energy scent. It's like a aura of energy. Uh, you've probably experienced it before. You, you have um, a favorite room in the house, for instance, and it's just – you don't particularly know why. It's just a f – I like that, as if by magic. There's just a – there's a uh, – it's like a fragrance, uh, a scent, S-C-E-N-T, -E -E scent. It comes from the Latin word sentient, which means feeling. It's like a sense which I've been talking about a lot lately. Come back to your senses. And a scent is related to that. But it's not because a room smells good. It's not just a physical fragrance. There's, a, there's an energy in the room, an unmistakable energy. Uh, one of the rooms in your house, maybe it's, the, maybe it's your bedroom. Uh, maybe it's the toilet. Oh. Oh. It could be. No, actually, uh, I, I don't really say that. Uh, in any sort of uh, false humor, uh, but maybe it's the one place in your house where you can get away, where you can shut out the rest of the world. You have a bathtub, you've got your, your stuff in there. It's not everybody else's, it's just yours. So it has an energy scent to it, a certain feeling. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's a coffee shop. It's just some place where you're so comfortable going. Uh, maybe it's because you've been going there a while, but I would say you've been going there a while because it has a good energy scent to it. It's got really harmonious energies. That's the kind you could be sitting in your favorite cafe somewhere, and there could be other people around, and there could be noises and, and odors, um, odors of the coffee being made. Oh, that's hot. Um, and that's good. That's good. Uh, but uh, you, you just sit there, and it's so comfortable. It's kind of um, well, a safe space, and, and maybe you'd like all the other people to leave, but even with them there, it's still a safe space. Maybe it's um, an internet page uh, or a website, as you call it, and you just like going there. Maybe the Crimson Circle website, maybe some other website where you just feel really comfortable because it's got a good scent to it. It's got a good 
aura. And maybe not to everyone, maybe just to you, but it just feels good, kind of like the song. It just feels good. You're going to be having more and more of these type of reactions, these scents. And it's not – let's take a room like this. This, this um, Crimson Circle Connection Center has a very good energy scent. I, I like coming here. And you know, for, for an Ascended Master, it's kind of difficult to come down here – down here isn't the right word – yeah, down here – come down here. You know, there's a, there's a really harsh gravity that just kind of – well, you know, it just kind of sucks you in. And I'm not talking physical gravity. I'm talking that sucking force of life that blocks out all the other senses, that gets you so focused. Even when you don't want to be focused, it sucks you in. It captivates you. It's even like that when I come hang around a lot of you. It's like that when I visit you at your house or we're out for a walk. It's a little difficult sometimes to stay for real long because of the gravity. It, it affects everything. It's, you know, in the, in the um, ascended life, you're really quite free. You're really quite free in every way you could possibly think. I mean, free of the burdens of abundance, because it's always there. You're free with your senses. You're not just limited to a couple dull senses. You're, you're free in every way. You don't worry about the next moment. You don't do planning. You don't have goals. You don't. It's really kind of free. So when I come and hang around, there's a gravity. It kind of sucks. It, it, it's a little harsh sometimes. You know, it's like I talked about in our last show, the, that hard human life. And no wonder, because gravity, which is kind of the byproduct of time and space moving through consciousness, the gravity just kind of sucks things in, in in this reality. Not to say I don't like coming to visit you. I love being here, but I really love here in this Crimson Circle Connection Center. There is a distinctive energy scent. It has nothing to do with the colors on the wall or the, the lighting or the music. Those enhance it indeed. But it has to do with, well, the fact that, first of all, this is yours. All of you helped to create and build this place. I'll make a kind of an interesting point here that let's say just um, a few people had paid to put all this together rather than thousands and thousands and thousands, it'd have a different energy scent. Because each one of you contributed. You added in a very loving way, a very open way, and knowing that you had ownership in it, energy ownership in here. Then when you combine that with the work that's been done in here eh, – it's not even work, it's the transformations that have occurred in here what's happened over these two and a half years since we've been here, that adds to this energy aura that's in the place. When you combine it with the, the, um, not just the monthly shouts, but the incredible things we've done here, Wound of Adam being one. Recently we filmed the Master's Life Four, uh, and many, many other things – aspectology, sexual energies – that all goes into the energy scent. It's not, a, it's not a hard feng shui, as in saying the door should be on the north, or maybe 
that's the south, whatever, feng shui doesn't really matter to an ascended master. An ascended master, it's all feng shui. It all works out. If the door is in the wrong place, the door will find a way of moving uh, and to adjust to the master. But I want you to take a moment and just feel the, the places, the, the things, the people, people in your life. You just feel good around. Maybe they don't have the most profound words, they're not the, the smartest. Maybe they're, they have, they're come from a different culture, they have different politics, but you know, you just feel good being around them. That's an energy scent. You give off a scent. You give off a scent. Sartre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's happening right now is you're all, uh, how, do you, how would you say, transmitting, radiating more than ever. So when I come to visit, like we are here, or, or when I come to visit you personally, individually, there's a noticeable difference in your fragrance, in your energy scent. And again, I'm not just talking about smell, but the, the harmony. Not the harmony between me and you, but the harmony within yourself. You're radiating a lot more. Not to be mistaken with giving away your energy, giving away yourself. You've done plenty of that. You've been used as a doormat, and then you go back and lay down and let others use you again, but it's different now. You're, you're more free to just let yourself open. And when you get to that point of just feeling comfortable with you, that's, that's a fragrance, a scent in itself. Once you just start getting comfortable with you, you give off a whole different type of energy scent. Other people notice it. They notice it. They, you know, they don't know what they're noticing, just like you walk into a room like this at the Connection Center. and. You're trying to figure out why it always feels good, and you know, is it the way they set the lights, or is it the, uh, the way the furniture is designed? Those are, those are embellishments. But if there is the right basic energy uh, resonance, everything kind of then starts matching, even if you're not trying to do it. In other words, there was the right energy resonance and putting together this Crimson Circle Connection Center. So no matter what, no matter what color you put on the wall or no matter what the ceiling looks like, you almost can't go wrong. You can't do the wrong thing. It just kind of automatically works out. And then when you get done building a place like this, it's like, well, how did that work? It just kind of came together, because with that energy harmony, that went into here. It creates the space, a safe space, a space that has a really amazing energy sent to it, a resonance that even if somebody who wasn't Chambra, who knew nothing about what we did, better that they didn't, but who knew nothing about it, they walk in here, they, they're going to walk in and just stop for a moment, about five feet, uh, almost a meter, inside the door. They're just going to stop and kind of look around. They're not going to hear a word you're saying if you're trying to talk to them. 
because something's striking them. They don't know what it is. They don't, they, they're trying to figure it out. Uh, what makes this so special and so safe? What, what's the energy scent? Like I said, there may, be, there may be a favorite restaurant that you go to. You're just comfortable there because it's got a good energy scent, maybe from the owners, maybe because you've been there a lot. It, it doesn't really matter, and, and I actually invite you not to get too logical about it. Just feel the scent. Maybe it's a favorite store that you like frequenting. Maybe it's your car. Just has a nice energy scent to it. It's just well safe. You're not feeling the combative nature that energy often has. Energy often has a combating nature because let's say somebody had. Um, I'll give you a good example. Uh, dogs, dogs, dogs are very much adapt to their master. They adapt the energies, the ways of the master. They also adapt uh, adapt the master's um, imbalances. Uh, they they soak it up. They're like a sponge, and that's so much what dogs, kind of cats, but not so much. That's what they're for. They they really bring on. They take on those. So there's some dogs you meet and you just fall in love. They they have an energy sent to them. They're not the best looking dog. They may not be the smartest dog. They may know no tricks in the book, but they're just. You don't know why. You you, you don't know what it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know what it is about the dog, but you just want to hug it. And there's other dogs that you just they're they're annoying. They're obnoxious. Not just because they're yippy, or not just because they s literally smell bad, not just because they're uh, foaming at the mouth all the time, but there's an annoying scent about them. Now, that annoying scent, probably picked up from their owners, will probably create the, the drooling, foamy mouth, the uh, constant uh, sitting down on the carpet and pulling uh, along like that. I've seen it. I've, I've seen some of your dogs do it, so that's, don't awe me. Don't awe me on that. It's like, oh, along the floor. Uh, I've often, I've often wondered why humans don't do that. I mean, dogs do, but why, why don't people don't even try that, Amir? Do not try that. <laughs> this is a family show. So let's get back to the point. So that that pet, that that loving dog, has an energy sent to it, and again, it may not logically make sense. Why do I just really feel connected with this dog, uh, and other dogs that? You want nothing to do with. They're just annoying because it's the energy scent that they have. You have that as well. You have that energy aura, radiance, a halo about you. And I've really noticed lately that it's changing. Before there was a lot of, um, well, if, if in human words, it was kind of sometimes a toxic odor, not not literally, but. Because there was so much internal friction that it, it gave off an energy odor. You know, you know sometimes uh, when you go through uh, deep cleansing, when you you know do all those things, those three day, why don't you just shoot yourself kind of programs or those seven day or one. Some of you made it through twenty one days, really, and you know you kind of smell bad, you know, and you do bad things in that 
energy uh, place called the toilet. And, and you just, you know, because it's, it's an energy friction that's taking place. I merely am your messenger. I channel you. So if you don't like what I'm saying, if you think this is about <laughs> crap, uh, it's – well, no, I'm just telling you, uh, actually, there, that's a valid question, because there's a lot of times when – about your question, why am I talking about uh, nasty things? Because you've been going through a lot of tough stuff uh, for a long, long time. Uh, it's, it's wearing, it's taxing, it's, it's uh, not a lot of fun. But remember how last month I asked the question, you want to go faster or slower? And most of you said faster. That smells. I mean, because you're going through so many changes so quickly, there's a lot of inner and outer resistance, a lot of change taking place. I can detect the scent. Not, not just your human stink, but the, the scent of the changes. And it's, it's imbalanced. It's a little bit putrid. It's um, poopy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's sometimes a little rough. I have to keep my distance. Oh, that's kind of a little rough today. But I bring this up today because it's changing. It's a little easier for me to be close to you. Uh, you're smelling. You're scenting better than ever. Most of you. And, and I'd like you to be aware of it for a moment, your own energy scent. You probably never thought of it in those terms, not the way you look. It's actually really kind of not even the way you feel, but there is a, a scent, a fragrance, an energy fragrance coming from you. And what I really love is that you're opening that up now. You've really been holding tightly, and that's part of the cocooning process of awakening, going into mastery. You cocoon for a while. And, you know, it's kind of like the old story that many have told, but Tobias told, the caterpillar going into the cocoon, emerging as a butterfly. Well, when you cocoon, you hold everything in, and rightfully so. You're doing some very deep inner dives. And you, you, there is a transformational process that's taking place within that cocoon. You're, you're basically you're, – you're basically, um, well, you're, you're transforming – I was going to say murdering, but transforming the human. But in a way, you're really murdering the human when they're not looking. And, and you're – but you know they're not going to die. <laughs> they're just going to shut up for a while. Uh, <laughs> but you're, you're transforming the human, and there is a smelly process. Even in, in the cocooning of a caterpillar, there truly is – I mean, how many of you have ever really smelled closely of, uh, of that uh, cocoon? It's really smelly, and if you break it open, don't, because you're disturbing a very important thing that's going on. But if you were to break it open, it really smells, because there is an energy transformation and a resistance all the time that the caterpillar is in the cocoon. There is tremendous resistance all the way to the very, very end, a tremendous, huge resistance to everything that's going on within that cocoon, which is natural. Does that sound a little familiar? <laughs> and it's, a, it's an odorous process. It's, a, it's an arduous process. It's a very difficult process. But you know, then a funny thing happens. When, when that butterfly is about to emerge, 
sticky and pasty and awkward and everything else, just before the emergence, there is an energy scent, literally a smell, a, almost a, a beautiful, almost kind of like a, if you combine uh, flowers and, and fresh-baked cookies. Uh, that's, that's what that, that cocoon would smell like. That's why – see, you know, in the Ascended Masters, we, we don't really have eyes. We've had them before, but we don't have them now. We don't see things like you do. Thank God. Uh, no, thank God that we're not limited to just human vision, but we're very aware of energies. We're very aware, for instance, we don't see that the cocoon is shaking and moving because that butterfly is about to emerge. We don't see that. What we sense is a fragrance, an energy scent that's really now coming into harmony rather than being in resistance and in transformation. It's coming to harmony, and it smells so beautiful. I mean, the scent is so beautiful. Oh, jeez. Hmm. And don't, you don't like that? Yeah, come on. Would you like some coffee? No. Okay. So it's so beautiful, and that's what I detect happening now, right now with all of you. You're it's changed. The scent has changed. There's not nearly the amount of resistance. And I know some of you can say even up to two weeks ago you were going through hell. But something changed. Something really changed. And we've gone through some, some very, very um, big things lately, deep, transformational, awkward and everything else, but I can tell it's changing. But, but two points here. First is that is – that you're going to be more aware of energy sense, a scent of something. Don't go mental on it. Just allow yourself to feel it. If you're in a, your favorite cafe, really soak in that energy. There's something that resonates there, something very favorable and harmonious with you. So really, really let yourself – if it's another person, you don't know why you're they just there's a scent about them. There's something or a favorite room in your house. No matter what it is, you're already starting to become more and more aware. It's just I really like this space. Uh, it's just comfortable there. Don't get all thinky thinky about it. Just allow yourself to be there. A and the next point is that you're getting more comfortable with yourself. Just as you feel that same level of comfort when you walk in the doors here, or you're, you're in a, a restaurant in your favorite booth, and it's just kind of your place, you know, there's an energy scent. Now you're becoming more comfortable with you. You might not be really totally aware of it right now, but you're going to feel it in the next – I would say uh, – coming very strong in the next couple of months. Your energy scent and you within yourself are changing very much so. When it does, when you feel that, why am I just okay? Why am I so comfortable just being here with me? When that happens, don't start the psychoevaluation on yourself. Why and how did I get here and what's going to happen next and is it all going to fall apart? Just stop for a moment. Be aware of the scent through the senses, but be aware of the harmony that's taking place, of the emergence out of the cocoon 
of be aware of you. So that's where I wanted to start, and now my confession. <laughs> uh oh. And to distract you for a little bit. <clears throat> I was at the um, Ascended Masters Club last night, and, and I have to admit that I have a bit of a hangover today. Ow, ow, ow. And uh, no, and it smells. And it smells, indeed. Well, see, normally, normally before we gather for a shout, I, I, I take it easy the day, the night before. I spend some time with all of you, we do a little gathering. We have kind of a pre shout meeting. Uh, we talk about what's been going on. That's why when you hear me say certain things in a shout, you say, I was just going through that. Well, of course, because we met beforehand and you were telling me your damn story, and then I repeated at the shout. How does he know what I was just because you told me? Well, I was at the Ascended Masters Club last night and we had a celebration. We had a big party last night. And we stayed up far too long. It was a big celebration, and, and it was impromptu. We hadn't planned it, and it wasn't put on our calendar because we don't have calendars. But we didn't put out the call. We didn't have uh, uh, Gabriel blow the trumpet in advance about this gathering. It just happened. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, I, I came back there. After being around here for quite a bit, I, I came back to the Ascended Masters Club. I, I have to admit, I was a little gravitated. That's the word I used to say. I've been around you guys a, a long time, and I just sucked in. So I was a little – we don't get tired, but we just get compressed. You know, instead of being open, I was just feeling a little compressed. You get depressed, I get compressed. <laughs> I get compressed when you're depressed. Uh, but so I, I was feeling a little compressed uh, when I went back to the Ascended Masters Club, and Apollo said to me, what, "What's going on, Adamus? You've been away for a while. We haven't hardly seen you around at, at all since the beginning of the the Human New Year." said, I've been busy, really busy with Chambra. You know, I said, we had to kick off Pronos 2017. That was a bitch. Because <laughs> I said, that was a bitch, I said. See, we don't give a what words we use at the Ascended Masters Club, because no word holds a bad connotation like, you know, your human words like, and things like that. They're bleeping me out today. So, Are you sure about this? So I said, you know, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty wild and crazy, pretty, pretty uh, compressed for a long time now. We started out with Pronos 2017, and it was a <laughs> bitch. I'm getting you to say it instead of me. It was a bitch. And, and Apollo said, bitch? What, are you calling me a bitch? I said, no, 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 no. I said, it was a bitch. And I said, why? And by this time, some of the other Ascended Masters were starting to gather around, and I said, well, it's not what they wanted to hear. I said, yeah, it's not what they wanted to hear. They wanted a nice, fun message. They wanted a kumbaya moment, kind of. They wanted a little energy massage, uh, because it's been tough down there. My God, has it been tough. I've been watching. I've Watch the elections. That was tough. <laughs> and not just that, not just the elections, but the trend of what's going on, on on that planet. I said, you know, I had to break the bad news 
to my beloved friends, Shambra. I had to break the bad news and say, Old Earth and New Earth just aren't coming together. I laugh when I say that, but Old Earth and New Earth aren't just coming together. Some of them understood, sure. Some of them were almost two thumbs up on that one, because they understood how harsh this planet is. They, they understood my underlying message that it's just not a safe space to be in love with yourself. And I said, some of them really understood, but a lot of them, boy, they, they were upset. They cried. They, they got depressed. They went out to try to find some other channeled entity, because they didn't like me anymore. And they <laughs> yeah, see, I knew a few, a few of you, didn't you? They didn't like the message, I said, so it was kind of tough. And so then we came back right after that. Boy, right after that, almost too fast, and did this wound of Adam thing. When I said wound of Adam, now there was probably about 40 or 50 other Ascended Masters gathered around, mostly women, by the way. Used to be women. Some are in drag. Some I can't <laughs> tell what they are anymore, but they used to be women in their last lifetime. I, good God. Uh, it's confusing up there. It's really confusing. <laughs> So by this time about 40 or 50 had gathered around, and the moment I said we recorded the wound of Adam, you could hear the, oh, finally. We were wondering, just like Shampra, when you would do it. I said, well, I had to wait for the right time. I couldn't just do it any time, because I had to wait until, well, the, the energy dynamics, the scent was in the air. That's what I was waiting for, the energy scent. And one of the Ascended Masters said, well, Adamas, what are you talking about, the scent? And I said, well, I had to wait till just the right time to do Pronos 2017, and then to do Wound of Adam, and then to follow it up with our, what we call our Shoud. I had to tell them what it was, our Shoud, because they all tied together. And I said, I had to wait for there to be love in the air. I had to wait for, for there to be love in the air. Because, you see, if we'd have done it too soon, and we'd have gone into like the wound of Adam, it could have been very harsh. It could have been uh, the, the, not just the words, but the energy scent of wound of Adam. Some of you have actually watched it. There's a scent to it. I'm not saying it's all easy or pleasant, but there is something there is something very distinctive in it. There is, the, of course, the longing for love, and the longing to find the lover, the longing even for the soulmate, but then the transmutation beyond that into ultimately understanding the love is right here. So I said I had to wait for there to be love in the air, and some of you may have experienced that in viewing it. There is a there is a distinctive scent in it, something that will perhaps bring you to tears and perhaps a, f a few laughs. There is something that will warm your heart and something that will bring up such an inner knowingness from you. No, hearing the, the words is not even that important, but it's just something in there that brings up such a knowingness, like, like you know it was being talked about and you know before the words come out, what they're going to be. So a beautiful scent. So I said to the Ascended Masters, it's, 
something's changing. I, I, can, I smelled it recently, and I said, and then on top of it all, on top of it all, just, I just got back from filming probably what I would personally consider to be the best so far of any of the Master's Life series, Master's Life 4, Sensuality. Well, they went quiet. The whole room went quiet at that point. Sensuality, they said. You mean, Adamus, you're working with Chambra, and they were ready for sensuality. I said, I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think so. I think so. I said, you know, it was, it was a bit tough. Uh, the, the energies were very compressed the first day or two, very, very compressed, really tough. But I said, I think we broke through, energetically. I think we broke through. And one of the other Ascended Masters towards the back of the room said, sensuality, isn't that like really the last thing that one does before their true enlightenment? Isn't that like at the end of the Book of Awakening, sensuality, when you can actually talk about that? when You've broken through the barriers of the mind. You've broken through the whole concept of how reality is simply perceived through the mind and the human senses. Isn't that towards the end of the book? One of the other Ascended Masters yelled out from another corner of the room and said, that was the last thing before my enlightenment, understanding sensuality, returning to my sense of sensuality, returning to my true senses. That was the last thing, and in that, all, all precipitated out of the, you could say, longing and the willingness to love myself, to open myself back up into the senses. And there was a kind of a hum buzz around the whole room. Everybody was remembering their moments, going beyond the mind, going beyond perception of reality through five human senses, and finally coming back to their senses, their real senses, of which love is perhaps the greatest and the most difficult, the most challenging, going beyond a very singular sense of focus. And that's all you're in right now, one sense. Everything else, your eyes, your ears, your brain, everything else are subsets. They're mechanisms of one sense that you're in. It's called focus. It is an angelic sense. It has many, many benefits to it. It will be a true badge of courage and honor and enlightenment that you wear henceforth, anywhere you go, from here to eternity. It's, it's truly noble have gone through that sense of focus and no other senses. And again there was a ah around the room, and you could just feel the energy scent that came out from everybody, remembering how compressed and condensed they were in the physical body and in the mind, how desperately they were trying to get out, not because they didn't love life, not because they were bad people, but because it was so confining. It was so 
dense and so hard. And everybody could remember – there was a moment that I remember last night – there was a moment when everybody was just reflecting, a moment when everybody remembered what it was like to try, to try so hard to be enlightened, to be better, trying so hard with all their human will and their effort and their work and their suffering, which some equate with making progress, so hard, and they all were remembering that. I'll, I'll never forget that moment last night. And then the realization, the realization that you suddenly go beyond that. You, it's like – you know what it's like? You really work at something hard in your life, changing something within yourself, and it just, you just can't seem to, to get over whatever that something was. You, can, you can't just seem to get there. And then one day, it just happens. You wake up in the morning and it's like a part of you is transformed, something you've been trying hard to do, and suddenly a shift takes place. And that's quite what it's like here. Uh, you've been working very, very, very hard on all this, and to the point of exhaustion, or to the point of stopping working so hard, and you just let go. Uh, some of you, it's devastating. You know, you crawl under the sheets and lay there for a week not knowing what to do, and then you let go because, well, there's nothing else to hold on to anymore. I guess you could say you just stop caring, I, I guess. You just let go, and then suddenly, suddenly it shifts and changes. You can't do it from here or here. You're not going to muscle your way through, but suddenly, you just take a deep breath and things shift. Well, when I told them what we did here in the last month or two months, when I told them the changes that we've gone through from pronos to love, from coming back into real senses, not, not, this doesn't make any sense at all. You're going to laugh at yourself one day, but coming back to the real senses. Somebody yelled out from somewhere, open that bottle, and we did. And we drank St. Germain liqueur all night and some wine and God knows what, and we celebrated late into the night. <laughs> we celebrated our awakening as Ascended Masters, our awakening and then our eventual mastery. But probably more than anything, we, we celebrated yours. We celebrated you coming to your senses and, and being that scent. You're gonna, here's, here's kind of the barometer, the way to measure all this. In the next few months in particular, you're going to be much more aware of just a feeling in a room from a person, a pet, uh, an internet site, uh, a certain place you go walking in the woods. It's going to feel safe. It's going to feel very familiar, even if you've never been there before. It's going to feel very energy-compatible. It's going to have a harmony and a resonance rather than a resistance. You know what a resistance feels like, but these things are going to have resonance with you because there's a good energy scent. 
and at the same time you're going to be noticing your own energy scent. A change, uh, kind of like I say, it's a combination of flowers, fresh flowers and freshly baked cookies, uh, washed down with a, a little bit of wine, and it's just going to be so much more harmonious. At you with you. You know, you know how it's been for too long now, where you're not even comfortable with you, you know, it's hard to just be by yourself. Or if you're by yourself sometimes, it's like uh, going down Melancholy Lane straight over to Depression Avenue. It's like, God dang, you know, it's like you don't want to be with anybody, but you don't want to be with you, so what do you do? You go to sleep. Even that's been terrible lately, uh, the dreams. So suddenly it's just going to be there. Maybe you wake up in the morning. Uh, maybe it's uh, you're just driving down the street. It could be anywhere. It could be uh, shopping, or you could be filling your car with gas. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a big moment, but anything. And suddenly there's a good energy scent, me to myself. Forget about the outside world, but me to myself. It just feels good. Now, I'd like you to stop at that moment, take a good deep breath, and not go into how you got there or why, or start thinking, well, it's only because it's a nice sunny day, or only because I just got my paycheck. Stop all that noise. It's because you're coming into your senses. You're, you, there is an energy scent about you. Be with it. Don't evaluate it. Don't try to figure out the psychological feng shui or anything else. What you did right and how you're going to repeat it. Just stop and be in that. And it will come again and again and again. It will come in different ways, in different waves. Not to say there's not going to be some hard times in between, but it's going to be there. It's going to be there. The other thing you're going to notice in energy sense is that now people are going to have a different attraction to you. You're no longer repulsive. Uh, <laughs> I called her. I wasn't quite the right word. I was a little strong. I can't believe you said it. You're not going to be so resistant. Eh, that's repulsive. Uh, you know, you've been, you've been in your cocoon. It's been kind of stinking in there, and you're emitting that energy scent to others. What scent are you emitting to others? Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Uh, you, you don't want the intrusion. You're tired of the energy feeding, but you weren't really sure how to handle it, so you cocooned yourself. You encased yourself. You were sending out a, a scent of, stay away, I don't want anything to do with you, and a scent at the same time of, I need help. <laughs> I, I need help, but not from you. I don't like any of you. I need help from somewhere. I don't know where it is. I don't know how I get it, but I need help. You were sending out an energy scent of, of what I've asked you never to say in this room, I don't know. But you've been saying it in your cocoon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Locked away in your cocoon. I don't know. He won't let me say it in the Crimson Circle Center, but I don't know. You've been sending that out. I don't know. Total confusion to you, yourself, to everybody around you. I don't know. I don't know. So, so uh, there's kind of a putrid order to that, a scent. I'm not just talking about the, the smelling. There's kind of a stinky smell associated with that. Along with that, sometimes a neediness. 
But, but again, pushing people away, which is probably okay, but a neediness. I, uh, you need something. It's going to change now. It is changing, because either you got so exhausted that you just have no fight left in you, or you just started realizing you're never going to get there through the concrete of the mind. You're never going to get there. So you've just allowed yourself to open. You know what happens when you allow yourself to open? Is that that cocoon, that energy cocoon, starts falling apart. It, it, it realizes that you don't need it to encase you anymore, to hold you in, to actually keep you from what you really want to be doing here. So it starts dismantling itself. You don't have to do it. The cocoon knows how to dismantle itself. And then there's the emergence, the emergence where you're no longer afraid to be you. From the standpoint of you with yourself, that's, that's where the biggest fear came from, afraid to be you with yourself. And then you're no longer afraid to be you with other people. And then you start smelling like those cookies and flowers, and they're attracted to you. But this is very important here, uh, very important to stress, not the feeders like you've been used to in the past. You know, imbalance attracts imbalance, uh, and desperate people attract other desperate people. They might have different levels of desperation, but there is an attractant there, kind of an energy a, a pheromone that, that attracts those kind of energies. So suddenly you're free to be you. You're free to really be an energy transmitter, uh, radiant. Not worrying about uh, the wrong people, the wrong day, the wrong opportunity, whatever. You're, you just don't worry about that anymore, because you naturally set up the energy dynamic without thinking about it. You naturally are attracted to certain people, or rather, they attracted to you. You're suddenly attracted to certain situations without thinking, and it just unfolds. And you know, if you take a look at how much of your life had been spent planning and worrying, and I put them both in the same category, planning and worrying. It was a lot. It was the vast majority of the time. Trying to avoid and prevent disaster, but you know exactly, with the magnetics of energy, what happens. You spend your whole life worrying and trying to prevent disaster. You're worried about ice falling off the wing of an airplane. 30,000 feet and hitting only you, nobody else, only you. <laughs> and, and, and you spend your whole life worrying about it, so you don't go outside anymore. You stay inside. Well, haven't you figured out that ice can go right through the roof? Uh, but you, you spend, you're in a life of avoidance rather than of true living. But again, it's okay, because you're in the cocoon, and that's what you do in the cocoon. But you spend your whole life worrying about it, and then what happens? You step out the door one day, and there's a big hailstorm, a big hailstorm, and it clunks you all over with big balls of hail. It wasn't off an airplane, but it was ice from the sky, because you attracted it. But now you get to this point, it works the same way the other way. Look at it that. Look at it like that. So you spend all your life trying not to think bad thoughts. But what do you do? You think bad thoughts. <laughs> 
you spend your life battling your bad thoughts. You spend your whole life worrying about what's going to happen. What, what, who's going to hurt you next? Uh, where are you going to lose all your money, your, your whole life fortune? Where are you going to lose that? How are you going to get hurt physically? What disease is going to come into your body? You spend all this time worried about these things, and then they happen. You kind of have to. It's an energy attractant. It's scent-attracting-like energy. I guess you call it the law of attraction. I call it the law of smelly energies. <laughs> they attract each other. Now it changes. The same principle that you've been trying to avoid, but you've actually been digging deeper into, the same, the same principle applies the other way around. Instead of now worrying about what you're thinking, worrying about what's going to happen next, you suddenly it's the same, but from a different standpoint. Now you don't have anything to worry about. You realize the moment you don't worry about worrying, you don't have anything to worry about. The same equal thing brings everything to you. You know, energy is always coming to you, no matter what. No, no matter what. So now the same principle, but the scent is different. The consciousness, the awareness has changed. So now suddenly things just come to you with as much, you could say, the equivalent of ease as there used to be disease. With the equivalent of grace as there used to be struggle. It's a complete reversal. It just comes to you. It's just there. And it's somebody, many people have asked actually, uh, and the question came up in Master's Life 4 um, isn't it boring being an ascended master? What do you guys do? Just hang around all day and everything works out? Uh, isn't it really boring just? Doing nothing? Well, that, that indicates to me that the human really likes a challenge. The human likes a, little, a lot of suffering. The human likes to make things difficult, because they're working from a singular sense. They don't know anything more. They don't know better. They're working from a very limited form of consciousness. Now imagine, as I said in Master's Life 4 – no, I'm not giving it all away here, but Calder and Linda, Alain, all worried I'm giving it away. Jeez. Um, imagine for a moment – well, you have been living in one, one sense. You've come to understand what I'm talking about. One sense. Not five or even six. One. One, one, one. One sense. And you've been doing that for, what, a thousand or more lifetimes. You get pretty comfortable with it. You get pretty – hello, Linda. She's giving me the look over there. The look to move on, or the look to sit down, or the look that you want to get me some more coffee kind of look. I'm in shock and awe, though. I have been making a commitment to Jeffrey that I would stop using bad words, and for every one I stop using, you're why, making well, up for well, it. What is why this? Why did you make a commitment to Caldra to stop using bad words? It was a threat. He threatened you? But yet I can use bad words. I'm an Ascended Master. <laughs> but back to the point. Back to the point. Just imagine for a moment, because this is what happens as you come out of that cocoon. You've been in one sense, one perception of – a very narrow perception of reality, and suddenly you start emerging. You get out of your brain. You, you break up the concrete. That's all that is. That's a concrete ma energy mass up there. That's all it is. 
Suddenly you're in oh, I love that sound. Coffee beaming. <laughs> Suddenly you're in five senses. Would that make a difference in your life? Five senses, and they're all, you could say, much more expansive than the one you've been in. Now you got five. And then ten, and then fifty, and then a hundred. The mind cannot imagine it. It tries to. That's why the mind asks stupid questions like, "Isn't it boring being an ascended master? What do you do all? Just sit around all day?" The human mind would think, "Well, the ascended master goes fishing, throws the line in, and a fish walks over to the line, sticks it in his mouth, and says, "Okay, pull me up." That's that's the human interpretation of being an ascended master. And the ascended master is sitting there going, "Geez, that's not fun. I already have four hundred fish over here." It's another damn fish. Who's going to clean up the fish? And of course, being an ascended master, suddenly somebody comes to clean up the fish and take them away. Oh, that was really boring today. I didn't have any challenges or struggles. It's not like that. The ascended master goes fishing, just like a human would, and is going through the whole human process of fishing. But at the same time, the ascended master is open to so many other levels of awareness. Love being one, for instance, uh, levels of awareness that uh, just transcend anything that you could even imagine. Right? All imagination being another. So while the ascended master is out fishing and reeling in the fish and throwing them back over in the lake on the other side, and the ascended master is in the sense of imagination, which could place them anywhere they want to be, doing anything they want to be, because it's a free sense. The other thing, and I'll get on with what I'm going to talk about here as soon as my coffee comes back, you're going to realize as you emerge now, as you develop your energy scent, you're going to realize that, uh, that there's just places, things, people, whatever dreams, uh, whatever it is, that are just so energy compatible. They just like the song. It just feels good. And you're going to realize that living in this overwhelming compression has been so difficult and so unbeautiful. Unbeautiful. You've been struggling to find beauty in yourself and in life, and wondering why you can't. And then you realize that beauty in itself is a sense, but impossible to experience when you're in just focus. Let's take a good deep breath with that. My coffee's almost ready. I'm almost ready to get on to our next part. So back with my story. I have to admit that last night we partied a lot. Uh, and you'd say, well, you're an ascended master. What, did you, you have a hangover? I do. I do. Because I'd just been hanging around on Earth for a while. I was still kind of compressed. So all that partying had an effect on me. I got a bit of a um, headache when I came to awareness this morning. And then I realized, oh, my, my energy level was from all that late night partying and being around you all for two months of some pretty harsh activity. I suddenly realized that, well, there's my coffee. I suddenly realized that, um, damn, I hadn't prepared anything for today.
Oh, I, that explains it all. I thought to myself. Oh, now I get it. I yeah. thought to myself. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, you great ascended master, you you're going to go down there and you're just going to be rambling. <laughs> For about almost a little over an hour. And somebody's going to bust you on it. You're just going to be rambling away, and everybody's going to be wondering, oh, what the hell's with him today? And then everybody is going to be watching or listening here. Everybody's going to be saying, maybe there's a deeper level that I'm not getting here. Maybe it's over my head, because I'm not really much of a master here. And, and so you're all trying to listen even closer, like, so what's he doing? Is this distraction? Is I'm about to get where I'm not going. I say that again, I'm about to get where I'm not going. Yeah. And you are too. I said to myself, I said, uh, you great Ascended Master, you, uh, I said, what are we going to do today? And I don't feel good enough to sit down and try to script anything out. I said, I'm just going to have to show up and, and be honest. I'm, I got a hangover today. <laughs> and, and isn't that terrible on Shout Day that I would have a hangover and I have no script? And then I thought to myself, hang on a moment. First of all, I can dance for a long time up here before they catch on. I can distract. I can ask for coffee. I can do a lot of things. I can, I can, I can hold my own for at least 45 minutes, and hell, I've gone now an hour and five. How about that? And then I thought to myself, hang on. Damn, isn't this the way of the Master? The one time I'm way out of sorts. I haven't planned a thing. I haven't scripted a – usually we get together and I write notes and we figure out what we're going to talk about in advance, because, because you're like that, therefore I had to be like that. I had to plan the shouts because you were still planning your life. You see, I'm just matching you, your energy scent. Really? We're supposed to buy that? <laughs> Here's the good news. Would you mute her microphone for the rest of that? For that, please take the batteries out. Do something. So, and I said, this is so funny because it's so real. I, I stayed up too late. It's so real. I planned nothing, but yet on the other hand, isn't it time you stop trying to figure it all out? Isn't it time you stop planning everything? Isn't it time? You just let it come to you rather than you go to it. And I thought, this is so wonderful. Just when they think I screwed up, they realize I am so brilliant because this, if was, you don't meant, say so yourself. this was meant to be. Isn't it time we all stop the obsessive planning? Because planning and worrying are really two different words for the exact same thing. Isn't it time we just allowed it to be? And without controlling and just let it be, we just let the things come in that come in and just go with it and watch where it goes to and be in that blessing, because it is. And that's when I was going to start shaving, but I realized I hadn't done that in about 400 years. Why start now? You don't need to when you're an Ascended Master. I was just about to start shaving, and I th it dawned on me, you know, this all works out. Damn, am I somehow brilliant. I don't even know how. It all works out because I got this energy hangover. 
I didn't write the, the program for today, but I don't have to do anything because Joham's here. Joham <laughs> is in the house. Oh, am I one lucky son of a ascended master. I said, you know, what I could do is I could just marab through the day. I said, I'll just get up here and do a little opening and then chat a little bit, and then I'll say, it's time to do a mirab. And, and then, then it struck me. First of all, the, the, the realization, isn't it funny how they just show up? They're just here. When, when I'm just not, I just didn't script this thing. I didn't put, sorry, I didn't spend the time putting together things for you. But it worked out. And then, then it dawned on me, it hit me. I said, oh, geez, but about what? A marab of what? We've done a marab on this. We've done a marab on that. We've done a marab on polishing a doorknob. We've done a marab on just about running tap water. We've done a marab on how to do your laundry. It's like, God, we've done so many marabs. What are we going to do? And for half a moment, having been compressed for the last couple of months with you, I panicked. I, I, I almost panicked, and then I, I took a deep breath and went into the and, and I'm an ascended master, and I thought, well, hell, I'll do what I should have done a long time ago. You pick the marab. Now, this is all works out conveniently on a day when I have a bad energy hangover. Yoham is here. You guys pick the marab. I'm just going to sit back and do what I do best as an Ascended Master. Which is? You decide. <laughs> so Linda's going to take the microphone right now, and we're going to – oh, yeah, now it's on you. I've been up here dancing for an hour and ten minutes. Now it's on you. So, so Linda's going to go around with the microphone in just a moment, and the question I'm going to ask is based on this. Enlightenment, going from awakening to embodied mastery, that journey – by the way, Crimson Circle is, is not f for the pre-awakening or the awakening. It's for those who are going from, from post-awakening into mastery, the toughest part of all. The toughest part of all. It's easier to stay back in awakening, uh, but we, we don't. We go forward. So. But even in that, you could say, journey, it, there are beautiful gifts, beautiful, beautiful gifts and experiences in that, amazing gifts. You receive them all the time. As hard as it's been being in the cocoon and lonely and challenging and dealing with concrete brain, cement head, uh, it, there are gifts in it. And actually, the first part of the question – and we'll get to the second part in just a moment – just stop for a moment. What is the greatest gift, the greatest moment or experience that you've had, in spite of the hardships? But, you know, it could be a moment like the aha moment last night at the Ascended Masters Club. It could just be a little experience you had. But what's, what's one of the gifts that you've had? And just is there a microphone. time frame for when this happened? No, no. In the, well, most of you have been going through this intensely for about 10 to 15 years, so uh, in anywhere in that time frame. So just very quickly, what are some of the most precious moments that you've had? Could we have to a, share that? 
please. Okay. It could be a fleeting second. It could be a, a day. It doesn't matter. I'd just like to hear that for a moment. Give the mic to the funny one. <laughs> I would like a hangover Marab myself. A hangover Marab. <laughs> we have not done that yet, the hangover Marab. But you know what they say about the, the hair of the dog. So if we we're going to do that Marab, we're going to bring in a bunch of wine. Yes. So uh, beautiful, just that moment. Um, mine would have been a, a three-day moment uh -huh. um, in 2013. Yes. Where I, I, yeah, I was just sitting in a sauna, watched a bit of sweat on my arm, right, and suddenly just boom, expanded yeah. into senses that. Are, yeah. I mean, and you say it's one focus. It it, it was that expanded, so yeah. I could hear things that were like a mile away, see colors that. And that lasted for three days, and I was yeah. fucking ex yeah. yeah, I was exhausted, exhausted at the end yeah. of it, yeah. um, and kind of talked to myself about going a little slower from right. that point on. But that was <laughs> yeah. what a or good staying day. away from saunas. Yeah. <laughs> or no, not I sweating. went back many yeah. times yeah. trying to repeat it. <laughs> Did it work when you went back? Uh -uh. Never does. Uh -uh. Never does. You know why? Because the mind is trying to plan it, recreate it, and it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So you let yourself. Go with the next experience. Mm -hmm. Good, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll go quickly here. I'm not going to add too many comments. I'm just curious. Be most beautiful moments. I want a marab to close the <laughs> gulf between Adam and Isis. That's uh, okay. what's on my mind. So that's we'll get to that in a moment. But like. first, your your beautiful moment or experience in your life, something so memorable uh, in the awakening to mastery, something that was so touching. Oh, that would be. Um, in the um, grotto on Kauai with Tobias mm -hmm. in January Tobias, of 2004. And good, good. And what happened? Um, a laundry list of things happened. Yeah. So I, you know. Just it was a it was, revelation. It was a moment for me. All of Kauai was quite a moment for right. me. Yeah. Okay. And it's fascinating because I went back to listen to the CDs yes. of that workshop. Yeah. They didn't work. Ah, it was such a moment. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good. A few more. Just that precious moment or experience in, in your coming to mastery. Um, wound of Adam. Wound of Adam. That was pretty recent. Yes. Like uh, a couple of days ago, type yes. of thing. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, just out of curiosity. Um, most of it I felt I knew, but kind of forgot. Uh -huh. um, a lot of it, uh, I don't know how to explain, but um, it was like an aha moment. Yeah, where it just it is just there. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I, I'm watching you struggle. You, you're very smart, uh, somewhat oh, pretty mental. Uh, and you're trying to explain things that are such beautiful experiences, and you're trying to explain them from here. Isn't it hard to do? No, yeah. Yeah. Isn't, don't you just want to be with the scent of it, the yes. feeling of it? Absolutely. So you take a deep breath, and you do. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Two more. 
just a, a, the moment, an experience, something that was just so precious? Uh, just this morning, sharing what's happening over the last two months with uh, friends that are on the same path. Mm -hmm. And uh, felt you come in very big this morning, yeah. even with a hangover. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you were good. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm best that way. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah, good. My resistance to you was worn down a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Thank you. One more. Don't forget this side of the room. I, I, can you not see the... Um, I had one last night where I've oh. been very wrapped up in the political crap going on and getting all wound up in it. Yeah. And I went out on a Facebook page of my friend and saw... Um, this song completely took me to a whole nother place, a whole nother level. And I just realized uh, how precious music is and passion is. Mm. Yeah, it, and I was it closing is. myself off to it, so that's why that was precious. Yeah, music, uh, passions, and I, again, I talk a lot about these in, in uh, The Master's Life, about sensuality. It, it, it's, it, it, it's tearful and joyful at the same time when you realize how compressed you've been living. And for good reason. Uh, there, there's a really interesting experience in the whole thing. But as you merge out of it, it's, it'll bring you to tears. Uh, how much beauty has not been in your life, and how much uh, beauty actually there is. How much uh, I see so many of you trying to, trying to create or make uh, – no, best word – manufacture beauty in your life, trying to find beauty. And it doesn't work very well. Uh, it's there, but in, in a very different way. Thank you. It, it's, oh, then you wonder, why have, I, why have I lived like this? Why have I shut down? And it's nothing you've done wrong. It's not a psychological thing. It's nothing that you've done wrong. It was actually a choice, a beautiful choice. But now you're emerging out of it. Yes? My most or precious moment was in August 2014 when I went over this virtual cliff mm. and I fell. First, I felt the fear. Mm -hmm. And then I got uh, the trust uh -huh. in me right. that everything. So smoothly. you're you're slow motion tumbling over, over a cliff. Cli over this cliff. Yeah. How far down? First, I saw a ground. Right. Uh, a cliff, uh, ocean, and the waves are coming down. And uh, this wasn't a dream. This was no, for no. real. Uh, well. And in this fall, like a kind of flying, uh, a kind of um, freedom freedom, and, and uh, trust in myself. Yeah. And there was, at this moment, there was no ground. There was no falling down. Yes. There was flying. Yeah. And this moment changed my whole life. And that, uh, that is my most... Yeah, the moment. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. I, I also try to feel how she's just not in her mind, in the feelings or in what I would call the scent of it, the energy of it, 
And it's it's almost like it's more vivid now in a way. I try often to to create this moment exactly on yeah. the point where I was going. I was making a walk and and on my most precious yeah. way, but it doesn't come back. But I can remember on this moment, and when I'm struggling in my life sometimes, and I can feel this moment, yeah. this freedom and this trust in me, and this really freedom, mm -hmm. this freedom not to fall, to, to feel everything. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, thank you. Thank Quick, you. now let's, uh, let's switch the question a little bit now. So. I've got a bad hangover. Johan's in the house. You picked the mirab. So you see, you've had many gifts along the way, and, and today is a good day to give us, yourself, a gift. Now what I'd like you to do, if you're ready to write on the back there, we're going to go around, and what gift are you going to give yourself, uh, let's say, in this time frame, today, in the next – I've been talking about the next couple of weeks – what gift? What? Call it a breakthrough. You could call it, um, a, you know, a realization. Whatever you want. But what gift? I already heard one from the back, Vicky. It was about you, you, the male and female uh, having intercourse. Was that what you said? I get such a headache today. That's what you were thinking. That's not what you said. Okay, okay. It's what you were thinking. The gulf between the two starts to narrow. The chasm narrows. Okay. The chasm closes. Right, right. They they come together. Doesn't have to be sex. Doesn't Could have it be? to be penetration. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just not good today because <laughs> hangover. Okay. No penetration. Doesn't have what? to be. But she said the words. Uh, it doesn't. Th it I, doesn't. It doesn't have to be penetration. Okay, just a melding. A melding. Oh, that's a lovely a word. Unity. A unity. A, a unity. A unifying. Okay. A cooperation. Right. Right. Yeah, and a compassion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like that. So that's uh, number one on our list. What we're going to do is go down through here, and then we're either going to choose the. Um, we're going to go into the energy essence. We're going to find the essence in there, and then the marab around that. Are, are you ready? Do you have hangovers today? Yeah. You should number them. So we, can <laughs> right. on the number. we all have hangovers. Great. Okay. Next. What gift? What gift today? Um, uh, gift of clarity. Clarity. Okay, I like that. Sure. One of my all-time favorites. Clarity. Uh, today is a marab of the gift uh, day, and you get to choose what we're gonna what we're gonna do. And we've got uh, yes, good, good. Keep going. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you come up and get into position, and then just feel the energy coming up here, and then when we're ready to get into our marab, then we're gonna hit it. Good. Okay. We have two so far. What we have is being clear about the unification of the masculine feminine. Okay. What, what next? What gift? Relief. From yourself? Or, uh, did I say that? <laughs> no, you yes. give it. Relief from this compression, this heavy oppression. Uh, yeah, you give yourself such a hard time. Yes. Oh my, give me the microphone so I can hug you. Aww. Oh. You are constantly tormenting yourself. So, how about uh, who gets this? Yeah. Uh, so let's say, yeah, the uh, marab of relief from, from self, from old self. Yes. 
Okay. You're, you so deserve it. You really do. Okay, thank you. Okay, we're doing good so far. Next, what, uh, what, what gift today? Clarity. Forgiveness. Uh, already taken. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> but, but that's okay. So uh, double clarity. Uh, put a little thingy on clarity. Forgiveness and clarity. Forgiveness and clarity. Good. Good. I like that. Oh, this is going to be a good Marab. I hope you're ready. Oh, he gets to add to it. Linda. The gift of Linda. Well, no, what's well, your gift? What, what, well, what, what? Let's put that on there. Gift of Linda, but Linda means beautiful, so the gift of beauty. Okay, thanks. Um, I'm already feel so blessed. It's enough what's going to be here. I, I, no Just pick something. No agenda. No agenda, Linda. Agenda. Okay, uh, no agenda. The gift of um, of self love. Whatever. Oh, self love. He said self love. Self love. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I feel a little bit of mock you in there, but uh, well, and I'm going to add to is my own the gift of whatever. Okay. I like that one. Whatever. Whatever. They're going to sing the song. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, we're running out of room. Can we make another TV uh, over here to, for more? No, no, we can do Paige. She's got. She's leaving room on the right hand side. There. It's a miracle. Just hold on. It's like magic. Work with us. Really? Work with us, Adamas. Okay. The gift of ease. The gift of ease. The gift of ease. I like that ease. Oh. Good. Let's keep going. Uh, we're okay. we're kind of integrating, melding all these together. See, she's finding space. Yeah. The gift of. Can we just dance and be? Sure, sure. Gift of wide open. Uh, how about let's say completion? I mean, nothing else. Sure, sure. Just enjoy. Yeah. So you just step outside there, and, and when the music starts playing, no, you could dance I in here. Anything. I have no problem for that. The, I like that. The gift of joy. I like the that gift a lot. Of joy. Yes, the gift of joy. Good. Next. Okay. And now, pause for a moment. Just stop everything. Now, just feel. Get into your sense. Feel now. You're adding things to here. They're absorbing all of this. We're creating something together. We don't have to plan it. I didn't have to sit down at my desk in my palace in the Ascended Masters Club and say, geez, what are we going to work on today? Let's do it on the fly. Let's be really spontaneous. Right? Good. Next. Allowing from the place that we're at today. Okay. I and mean, I know you've done a Marab of allowing from before, but from the energy of today, of just allowing without allowing. having to plan or worry. Openness. Yeah. Just Freedom. Let it, let Good. It happen. Good. Yeah. Two more. I saw an inspiring face. Just a second. Everybody's watching online and wondering what the hell we're doing here. I had to say hello to them. Good. Next. Where are we? Good. You, you, you get, what gift would you give yourself today in terms of uh, Marab? The Marab for Mary gift. Courage. 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 Okay. Good. We're going to put a little courage in here. What, what does courage feel like to you? What's the scent of courage? Yeah. Is it a masculine or feminine? Neither. Okay. Both. Right. Good. Okay. Um, one more, and we're going to wrap this up and make it really Hand good. Hand it to Lara, please. Oh, good. Letting go of identity. 
okay. lifetimes of identity. Letting go of false identity yeah. or limited identity. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So we have all these. Oh, she got it all on the same TV. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let's feel into this for a moment. And Johan, am I in your way here? So you could see the screen, feel into that. There is an energy essence. There's an energy scent in that. You turn down the uh, backlights. There's an energy scent in that. Without even looking at the words, you should be able to start feeling it. It's not coming from the TV. It's here in the room. It's here with everybody watching. And it's a gift that you're going to give yourself. Now, I'm not going to say too many words, because I have a hangover. <laughs> I'm not going to say too many words, because I want this to be open. Today is about really showing you that you can be, that you can stop worrying and planning and overthinking and resisting. You can stop all the efforting and the trying and just be. So Yohama's well, – I can feel very – they picked up the scent. They're on the trail now. <laughs> they're, going to, they're going to bring this gift back in the form of the marab of whatever happens. And I'm going to ask you to do something really courageous. I'm going to ask you to just let it happen. Okay? Now, I already know that you're going to think about it too much, and then the thinking isn't going to get you anywhere, and you're going to wonder what's happening, if anything. And then I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath and remember the gifts that you've already given yourself in this beautiful, beautiful journey into your mastery, and just to allow, without any expectation, no planning, no rehearsing. No forcing, no limiting, no trying, no nothing. Just listen to the music, because the music is going to be the perfect reflection of exactly what gift is most appropriate for you today. So let's turn off the monitors. Let's take a deep breath, and let's begin what we really came here for today. To receive, to really receive. You're in a very beautiful, beautiful space here. Even if you're watching in online, you're still here and we're still there with you. This has such an energy scent to it, such an amazing resonance in this place. And now is the time simply to allow it to receive it, whether it's the bringing together, the union of the masculine-feminine, whether it's clarity. No matter what it is, now is the time to bring that together. Isn't it amazing that Johann's here with us now, playing beautiful music in the background? In this space, physical or otherwise, in this place where we all gather now, where really there isn't any planning. They had no idea what was coming. 
no planning at all. You're going to find that your life doesn't need all that. You're going to find that the worrying, the planning, the stressing is really actually impairing the energies that I, the, the energies that you really want. But you got so used to all that thinking and struggling and fighting, you've really kind of impaired the, the beautiful energies from coming in. It seems kind of awkward, maybe, uh, I just sit here and kind of marab away. And shouldn't we be working at things? Shouldn't we have a lecture? No. No, this is much more appropriate to take a deep breath and let yourself be in that energy scent of yourself. Really, just take, take um, note of your energy scent, not just the physical fragrance, but the delectable, beautiful essence of your own energy, how it's changed in just two short months.
see everything has an energy scent. Everything, whether it's a tree in the forest or whether it's a room that you might go into, a cafe, whether it's a book that you're holding, everything has an energy scent to it. It's a resonance. It's the ratio of the different energy particles, how they align, how they come into a sense of unity together, or sometimes what could be perceived as a lack of unity. It's the energy scent, like an aura or a halo. It's in everything, whether it's a single blade of grass or whether it's an entire pasture that spans for kilometers and kilometers, it has a scent to it. You have an energy scent, and it's the ratio of how the energies are aligning with your consciousness, how you are allowing the alignment to occur. That scent is based on how free you're letting yourself live. You start picking up on the sense, even of other people. Are they, are they open or are they closed? Are they focused or are they free? Are they carrying a lot of old burdens on their shoulders, or have they let those go in favor of a free life? Everything has that scent, and the true master starts going beyond their eyes and ears and into the feelings, not judgments, not judgments. And I know some of you are so afraid of judging. There's a great distinction between being discerning or aware and judging. But you start picking up on the sense of things, a feeling without having to define it or measure it without having to think of it in a human or a linear term, but rather just energy terms. You don't even have to say it's good or bad, light or heavy, it doesn't matter. It's an energy scent. In this next portion of the Mirab, I'm going to ask you to feel your own scent. Aware of your own, your own energy scent. I told you before that as you emerge from the cocoon, it's been changing. It's been very different, and I am very, very aware of it because I don't use eyes to see or ears to hear. I'm simply aware of energies. Now I invite you to. Take a moment as the music plays on, and to be aware of your energy scent without judgment, and even without trying to define it, but to feel the changes you've made so deep in these past few months. So let's take a deep breath together and be in awareness.
Let's call this the Marab of the gift, of the gift. Let's call this the gift that you're just going to give yourself without having to plan it, worry about it, think about it. It's truly a free gift. It's just like today, without having to do a lot of planning or worrying, just let's show up. Let's show up and allow the energies to come to us. Let's show up and just have such trust, such knowingness that all the gifts are going to be there. That's what we did today. With some distraction on my part, with a few jokes, a little bit of discussion, but really just showing up and letting the gifts be there. Let's take a deep breath together. Good deep breath. The Marab of the gift. What gift, you ask? <laughs> what gift? Wait. I mean, just watch what happens next. You're going to start really understanding how energy works in response to the Creator. That's you. Let's take a good deep breath together at the conclusion of this day. For me, it was a little hard to get through today. Uh, but now it's time for a little hair off the dog. <laughs> I love working with all of you, dear Shambra. And remember, no matter what happens, no matter how bad that energy hangover is, remember that all is well in all of creation. Thank you. And thank you to Johan. Thank you to Jeffrey for channeling Adama Saint-Germain. Quite a performance today. I'm going to find this interesting to see what this little, when we do the little synopsis, what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with that, I have to have a lot of bleeps in it. But inspiring it was for me. I hope it was for you. For all of you listening, I hope you were able to enjoy it and those watching. Thank you again for being here. We'll be here on April 1st. Oh, I know, I know, I know. April 1st for probably more Adamus if you choose. But in the meantime, let's celebrate today and celebrate out with Johan. Thank you, everyone, for being here as we close out with the beautiful music of Johan. What a gift.
sounds like the voices are breathing. It's so beautiful. Johan, thank you. What a great way to close our, our day. Wonderful. Thank you, Johan. So great to have you as our special guest. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that is the end of our day. <laughs>